Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. I am Adam, joined by Lindsay as always. Welcome, welcome. And today we are going to chat with none other than Samantha Briggs, who, uh, if you don't pay attention to CrossFit, is a big name in CrossFit, has been around for like 10 years. A huge name in CrossFit. Yeah. But if uh, you pay attention to OCR, you probably recognize her from the Spartan Games Season 1, mm-hmm. uh, which Season 2 just came out not too long ago, but she is from Season 1 and did very well. Yeah. Considering like a lot of that, I feel, was more geared towards endurance athletes. Absolutely. Um, she like crushed it uh, in that competition. So we will play our interview with her. Uh, if you want to follow her on Instagram, it's a very fitting name uh, handle. Just biceps like Briggs, which um, you know, if we all had biceps like her, I feel like the world would be a better place. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so you can uh, follow her on Instagram. We will post the link to that in the description down below if you are uh, listening. If, Well, of course you're listening. If you're listening like on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, there should be a description. I would assume all of them have it. That's uh, a great question. I don't know if all of them do have it, but I would, I would think most of them by know. now. If not, just search for us on Facebook. Search for Burpee Nation. Or you can find us on YouTube. There are actually video clips of the interview on YouTube, so you can uh, check that out. Watch our beautiful faces. Just don't look at my face. Right. So don't watch our beautiful faces. Just listen. Close your eyes and listen. AKA. They can look at your beautiful face. Basically, do a podcast. Uh, so if it's your first time checking us out, thanks for doing so. Um, if you are listening because you like CrossFit, we have three or four other guests that we had for CrossFit, and then we talked to Ben Smith. Uh, Ariel Lowen, uh, Gina last year was actually our first CrossFit person. That's like a really good faith cook. Yeah, a bunch of CrossFit people. So go ahead, back into the archives. Hunter Hunter does CrossFit, yeah. I mean, I (laughs) I feel feel like like a lot of people dabble in it at least. Head on back into our archives and check out those episodes if you haven't already. Uh, But let's uh, go ahead and get into the interview. We'll talk a little bit more afterwards. So here you go. Are you in the UK now or are you? Yep. I'm okay. in the UK getting ready for seven finals. Okay. Because nice. uh, I know sometimes, I mean, especially with, with CrossFit athletes, you never know at any given time when, uh, <laughs> when and where <laughs> you are. Where we are. <laughs> um, but so a lot of our listeners, I mean, we, we talk a little CrossFit, we talk a little uh, like obstacle course racing, running, all that kind of stuff. So uh, some of our listeners may know you from the Spartan Games season one. Um, tell us, you know, how that came about. I mean, how did they um, reach out to you? Um, did you do any specific training leading up to it? Did you know anything about what you're going to be getting yourself into? Uh, yeah, so it was um, 2020. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. COVID yep. year. Um and so the CrossFit season was a little bit different to usual. Uh, we kept getting the season postponed and then postponed. And then they did the first part of the CrossFit Games 
uh, online. Um, and only took the top five uh, to go in person uh, for the like rest of the games. So uh, it was kind of, I didn't feel like I'd had a full games. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a little bit of a weird season. Uh, and then I'd literally had maybe three days of chilling out and kind of like eating off plan, just kind of enjoying enjoying life. Uh, I'd gone up to um, uh, a friend of the family's lake house and we were just like chilling out and I got an email asking if I wanted to be a part of like the first Spartan Games. Uh, it was going to be in two weeks. Uh, can't really tell you anything about it. Just that that's it. <clears throat> so I was kind of like, okay, let's do it. Uh, I didn't really need to know like what we were going to do. It was just kind of like, right, okay, then this is, that's going to be kind of like the end of my season. Then then I can properly have like a, an, an off season uh, rather than, feeling like I didn't have the full season with CrossFit. So it was kind of like, okay, let's let's go go do this. Uh obviously knowing that Spartan's more about the endurance side and more about the running side. Uh I did try and do um like a, a couple of runs and a couple of longer uh like duration workouts. But like I said, we didn't know what was happening. And it was literally from the email to when I had to travel to Vermont, like two weeks. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know, uh, were you doing any like biking or swimming or anything leading up to that? It's kind of like, we've put that in for training for the CrossFit games anyway. So that was already kind of like in, uh, in my training. Um, it just, I went when I first got into Vermont. Uh, we'd obviously been told that there'd be some mountain biking uh, because we had to um, either bring a mountain bike or, or uh, hire one if we didn't have one. So um, the first day that I was in Vermont, I met up with another CrossFit athlete, uh, Danny Haran, and um, she took me out on the mountain bike just just to kind of <laughs> blow the dust off because it had been a long time since I've been, I do a lot more road biking, but it'd been a long time since I'd been actually like out on a mountain bike. So yeah. just kind of get used to the the difference of uh, doing that to, to being on the road. Does that happen a lot? Like if you're traveling, whether it's for an event or, or just anything, you kind of know somebody nearby. I mean, you, with all the people that you know and where everybody comes from, do you kind of like always kind of know somebody nearby that you're usually hit up and train with a little bit or? Yeah, um, I think that's one of the the good things uh, about CrossFit is a lot of the athletes, um, you do become friends and you have friends then all over the world. So uh, I've been to Australia a few times to uh, compete and I've always gone and stayed with uh, Cara Saunders there. And so you do get your friends. I'm over in the UK at the moment and I'm staying with Emma McQuaid, who I'm going to be competing against in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So like, it it is weird to think, well, in three weeks time, we're going to be on the competition floor going against each other, but I'm in her house, like when we're training together and chilling out on a night and stuff. So uh, I, I do like that about CrossFit is that you 
do make some really, really good friends, but you're able to kind of like make that switch when it comes to it and just be competitors. Yeah. I was going to say like that it's very rare in, in sports, but you have some people who are friends and on different sports teams, football, basketball, what have you, but like CrossFit is, is one of the rare sports where you kind of, if you're friends with somebody, you're friends with them. And then for, for whatever reason, like competition is competition, but like, you're obviously trying to do the best for yourself. It feels more like, yeah. and hopefully you win, but you're still rooting for the other athletes, especially the ones you become friends with. Yeah. I think the good thing as well, um, is like, there's no, like, there's no interaction. They can't hinder your performance. So right. if you're training with somebody and you're pushing each other, you're only going to benefit each other then out on the competition floor, being able to push each other. Um, so it, it works well in that sense as well. Yeah. Um, just real quick, jumping back over to the Spartan games. How did that, you know, comparing it to the CrossFit games, the actual competition part of it, how did it differ mentally and physically? I mean, physically, obviously there's more endurance and everything, but mentally prepping for each event. And, you know, you have, I think it was a little bit less events per day than, than say the CrossFit games was. So how is that kind of different? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things is when you go to the CrossFit games, uh, you have a nice hotel room, you have, you, you probably have your meal prep, um, you have, you probably travel with a physio or somebody to give you like body work. Uh, you turn up to the Spartan games and, uh, we were all in one room, all on just like camp beds. Um, the food, I mean, wasn't bad, but wouldn't necessarily be what I would eat to optimize like my performance. Um, there was definitely nobody there to do any like body work in between <laughs> uh, events. Uh, so kind of that aspect was very different. Um, uh, but it was kind of cool. It was like, okay, we're all in the same boat. We're all just kind of like slung in here and it's like, I don't think anybody slept the first night, but then by the end of the third night, those beds were the most comfortable bed I've ever like climbed into in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. That's so interesting about like the food and the uh, yeah, setup. you don't think about that. Yeah. Stuff, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then as far as the events go, it was just so much more endurance than like I've ever done in my life. Like just uh, the effect from from that, uh, especially the the long run. Right. Um, like as far as CrossFitters go, I'm a I'm a good runner, um, but like my distance used to be five k, ten k. Like we were running like uh, ultra marathon in right. the <laughs> up and down these mountains. Like my like shins and like hit Joe from the downhills and stuff. It's just something that you're not used to. Um, so the body definitely took, took a beating, uh, going into the last day, I was pretty sore and really <laughs> didn't want to run again, <laughs> again. And we still had the, the vertical mile and we still had another like Spartan, uh, loop to do and stuff. And it was like, my legs were not wanting to do any more running. I was like, I'm kind of over this. <laughs> One of the, one of the cool things about like fitness and like working out in general is, you know, the next day after you do something you haven't done in a while or ever, you're like 
sore in areas you never thought you were sore and you're like, okay, cool. That was great. I, I found something new that I improved on, but I can't imagine doing that and then having to do another day or two or three of competition. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just insane. No, definitely. Yeah. You, you find, you find that switch, like you're hobbling onto the start line. And then as soon as three, two, one go happens, you kind of like the switch happens and like I'm pretty sure like all competitors have that switch and you get right. the work done. And then as soon as the work's done, you're like, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, kind of similar to the Spartan games uh, in the CrossFit games. Now there's obviously a wide uh, age, age range, but you're obviously no stranger to competing against, you know, people who are younger than you. And obviously every year I feel like the field gets younger and younger. I think last year we had a couple like, uh, I forget 17, 18 year olds competing. Yeah, two 17 like year olds. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when you, I guess, uh, one back in Dubai, that was the, the first kind of sanctional, uh, which now they've changed again. But, um, what was that kind of like, you know, number one, it was the first sanctional. So that was kind of a new sort of like, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, New format. Yeah, no, format. New, perfect. Everybody kind of knew what the season was going to be like. Yeah, yeah. And then you went out there and won it, you know, somewhat unexpectedly, I would think, among uh, some of the people. So what was that like? And then kind of um, in addition to that with the documentaries that keep coming out, I know that used to be on Netflix documentary about Fittest in Dubai, and I think it's still available on like Amazon Prime or something. So going back and watching it, you know, if you do go back and watch it, what was that like? Yeah, no, uh, I mean, even I didn't expect to go in and they like, win by like there's such big names go out and, and compete there. And um, one of the things that I do love about Dubai is that they is kind of a games format in itself. They tend to be over like three or four days, not just two days. There tends to be like we we've had like the 12 to 15 range of workouts. So the more workouts, the kind of better it suits suits me. Um, and just kind of like who can perform at the end of like four days of competing. Uh, I tend to recover pretty well and still be able to like go out there and push. So definitely the Dubai format um, kind of suits the kind of athlete that I, that I am. Uh, but still, I was like, I, I knew I could do well in Dubai, but I never expected to kind of win it. So to finish out on top, I mean, it was so close. It came down to that final event. Mm -hmm. It could have been me, Sarah, Jamie, or Karen Freover. It was like that close between <laughs> four of us. And just like, luckily, I was able to pull it out of the bag and uh, come out, come away with the win and kind of like prove uh, prove everybody that said that I had no chance of winning that wrong uh, which was pretty cool uh, watching it back I actually don't like watching myself okay. so I kind of like watch if if I'm watching a documentary like that with other people I'll kind of like try and convince myself that it's not actually me that I'm, I'm watching <laughs> Uh, I have actually watched the the fittest in in Dubai, uh, and it is it is kind of like crazy to to go back and and watch when you can see yourself doing things because you know how it feels uh, from your own perspective, and then you kind of then watching it from the other side. It's uh, definitely more of a surreal moment. Yeah, I know. Like in any kind of competition, 
Sometimes you can remember specific points, but sometimes it's like a blur. Do you find that you're able to remember a lot of workouts, how it felt, what you did right, wrong, or does it, do you just kind of get into that like blackout competition mode and you, you think back to, and you're like, I don't remember how I got here, but here I am. (laughs) I think a lot of the time you, you're so much focused on kind of like what you're doing that like afterwards, it's hard to look back and like decipher what what you've done and uh, I think that's why you need to work with a coach because they'll watch you (laughs) they'll watch you and they can pick up on things that you may have done wrong or things that you've done well Uh, because a lot of the times you're just so focused on the work in hand that the, the other stuff doesn't matter in that time so um you know moving to now uh what if for those who don't know, you decided that this will be your last year competing um, with the CrossFit Games, right? So what what kind of led you to that decision? Uh, just that it's getting so much harder to recover from training. Um, so I turned 40 this year and I've been struggling since last year with a knee injury. And it's just kind of managing that volume and intensity. And then every time trying to increase it in the run up to a competition, it's just harder every time for the body to recover and for me to be still healthy and able to compete. And then I also want to be able to do stuff when I retire and and not be left, uh, not able to do anything. Do you um, do you still plan on being involved in CrossFit in any capacity after this year? Yeah, it's like I love training and I love CrossFit. So I'll still be, I'll still be training. I'll still be doing CrossFit. Um, the focus just won't be on trying to make it back as a, as an individual. It's a lot of time to dedicate. Um, it's a, a, a lot of time away from like family and friends and stuff just to try and be and compete at that level. And I've been doing it since 2010 so it's, it's, a, it's a long time. So it's quite nice to think, okay, you know, if I don't want to train one day, it's like, oh, it's okay. I can take today off. Whereas like now it's like you have to train day in and day out to stay on top of your game. Yeah. I mean, um, and I, obviously we appreciate you like joining us because we know how busy it is for CrossFit athletes, because every time we try to talk to one of them, it's so hard <laughs> scheduling wise. So like, I think I've been uh, <clears throat> kind of back and forth. We've been trying to get you on here for a lot of months, but there's very little off season in CrossFit yeah. and you guys are always yeah. training and competing. So I can only imagine <clears throat> like, you know, obviously thank you for taking the time to do this, but I can only imagine everything else, you know, besides this, like it, it probably just gets in the way of, of so much that, you know, some people might take for granted. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. I mean, if I didn't, I, I wouldn't have been doing it for so long. Uh, so it's a conscious decision that that I make and I do it because I love the sport and I love training and competing. So the sacrifice isn't really a sacrifice. It's what I want to do. Right. So what does uh, retirement itself outside of, of fitness, what does that look like for you? Well, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm going uh, back into the fire service. Um, So I was a firefighter back in the UK uh, before uh, I went uh, full time in CrossFit. And uh, if everything goes well, touch wood, 
uh, start the Fire Academy in uh, in August. Oh wow, that's exciting! Yeah, it's not much time at all. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go right back from the beginning and start all the start all the way from the beginning. But I'm actually pretty excited. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. What uh, I guess what made you want to get back into it? just something you've always loved and kind of have missed, or uh, it just kind of made sense. Uh, I don't. I think like if I hadn't have uh, been so good at CrossFit, then I wouldn't have like left the fire service in the first place. And then a couple of months back, uh, I actually witnessed a car crash and I pulled over and one of the cars was on its roof and I got in and uh, stabilized the driver until the paramedics and uh, fire uh, actually turned up. And just kind of like doing that, I was like, yeah, I, I want to do this again. This is this is what I'm meant to do. Oh, wow. That's wow. amazing. That's quite a, did anybody, I'm kind of curious, did anybody recognize you from the, I'm sure it was chaotic, but. It, it was actually one of the police officers that turned up. He was taking my details. He's like, yeah, can I take your name? I was like, yes, uh, Samantha Briggs. He was like, he's like, <laughs> I thought it was you. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Wow. Um, story. So looking back on your career, I guess, to kind of wrap things up, is there a specific moment that stands out that kind of you're most proud of or um, just stands out as your favorite moment? Um, I think there's like a couple that kind of like stand out. Obviously winning the games in 2013 was like the pinnacle of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like what everybody like strives to do. You want to be the, the champion. Uh, but then just like continuing from that, um, and then being given the spirit of the games uh, in 2019 just kind of like topped that off. It's like it's like other people have recognized kind of like what I do. So it just really meant a lot that the community and the like staff and organizers of CrossFit recognized, recognized me. So that was a pretty cool, cool moment to, to have and to share with everybody. Right, thanks again to Sam for coming on and joining us. Good luck. She's going to be competing in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll be cheering UK. you on. Uh, and then also, obviously good luck in the Fire Academy. Yeah. That's another big... That's uh, like crazy cool. And August, like that's not that far from oh, now. No. So... I'm like, what? Like I said, like her, her, her views are retirement, <laughs> my views are retirement. Not the same. Yeah. Mine involve like a beach and a, at least a pool. At least... Maybe a drink or two. And pina coladas. Right. Right. <laughs> and that is why we are here, among mm-hmm. other reasons. Yep. But uh, no, very cool to talk to her. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about her dogs, which if you follow her on Instagram. I, know. Uh, I remember when we were first kind of like looking to schedule her, they were like puppies, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, when you first reached out, they were Super like young, puppy puppies. Right? And I was like, I can't wait to like <laughs> we'll talk about the They're puppies. They're adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say you had something to say? Nope. Oh. <laughs> That's awkward. But I have an idea. Okay, go ahead. So you know how I'm like, don't look at my face? In the, from the intro when we talked about going on YouTube? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So you know how they make videos and you can just like put a big flower or circle 
Where's this going? <laughs> Over someone's face. I feel like I feel like you need to start doing that in the videos for me. For you. Yeah, because my facial expressions are stupid. I try to pay attention to when I'm editing Okay, those. I don't. I, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when I'm editing. Let me finish. I try to pay attention when I'm editing to make sure our faces... You have not once sat make me Make sure I'm not like picking my nose or... Okay. Yeah. If you're picking your nose, I keep it in. <sighs> if I'm picking my nose, I take it out. This is why I need a flower. Or anything. It could be like Scooby Doo's head. No, I remember our first couple of interviews. Like I, when when we put the videos up, I didn't edit them at all. Like as far oh. as zooming in on people. Oh, that's right. Now I like. Yeah, you should cut to that's the right. zoom in that. of who we're talking to because everybody wants to see them, not us, anyway. And typically, like I don't pay attention to what I'm doing when I'm listening to somebody talk. So yeah, I'm like mouth breathing or something like that like <laughs> okay but seriously the next video that we do can you put scooby-doo's head on mine honestly Please. that would be cool i bet zoom does like zoom have a feature where That's you what can I mean. like you that? can do it on zoom i think snap we should try that we should mess around with that i know it's like uh the the iMessage thing you remember yeah. you can replace your face with like an octopus yes that would be cool yes zoom has to have a feature like Yes, we should start doing that. Yeah. Especially like while we interview people. Yeah. We can just put it up while they're talking so you can hear them be like, What are you doing? What <laughs> is, why is your face a cow now? <laughs> Sorry, there's a shark on the screen. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. We should try that. Well, I, yeah, I mean, we're obviously going to keep talking to people. So um, if you're wondering, if you've, you know, been listening the past few episodes, we've been talking about doing a Tough Mudder Infinity. Um, a couple things came up. We were actually unable to get to Philly, which uh, may be a blessing in disguise because it was, I think the f- real field temperature was 100 degrees that day. So doing nine hours and 100 degrees might not have been the best, but we are signed up to do it. It's luckily, we're lucky enough that there's going to be another one kind of near us in September. So we will be doing that one. So you just have to wait a few months. Yes. But, but also. Oh, go ahead. I'll do my butt first, and then you can do your butt. Should I cut that? Like, <laughs> No, leave it in. That's going to be our intro from now on. <laughs> Just no. you saying, I'll do my butt first, then you do your butt. Go ahead. It's not like we were like, oh, it's going to be 100. Let's not do this. Right. Some of us, no, not Adam, but the other, some of us, other of us, did get COVID and couldn't run for a couple weeks. So it was a little rough. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't, like, I was I trying to... I said some to, of us. This person couldn't, like, I was <laughs> trying to keep running, and this person could barely bicycle, Yeah. let alone go do all that. So, um, to be honest, we weren't, like, super fully trained for it anyway. Yeah. Did our best, but... Um, I would love to so, still talk to somebody who... Endurance-wise, yeah. yeah we no, should, who that, yeah, finished. Like a winner. Yes, I have a million we questions. only talk to winners on this show, so. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should do that sometime between now and September. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we go, we can kind of explain what we're doing in our training as mm-hmm. we get a little bit closer. Yeah. Uh, and maybe see what they do in their training. Yeah. Anywho, uh, if you missed it from the beginning, you can go on YouTube and watch video highlights of the interview. Unfortunately, Lindsay's face will not have a flower or Scooby-Doo. This time. This time around. Next time. Next time, maybe. It will. Probably not. Uh, 
But uh, you can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can go on our Facebook page or our website. There's other videos and other episodes, all kinds of stuff. Uh, if you do OCR, we have a lot of obstacle videos mm-hmm. out there and everything like that. Um, I think that is about it. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. All that's on our webpage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just burpynation.wordpress.com or something like that. You that's know. in the link down below. <laughs> Everything is in the link. In the description <laughs> because I don't want to remember it. And that's the bottom line. You're right. Uh, so I do know we have, in about a month, we do have a Spartan race coming up. Palmerton. Yes. Palmerton will be in town. Yeah. And we'll probably try and do an obstacle that's video. That's a big that one. one. That is a big one. It's usually hot. Yes. That'll be another 90 degree day. Yes. Global warming. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, So, yeah, I guess that about wraps it up. Um, You know, again, if it's your first time listening, thanks for checking us out. Hope you come back. If it is not your first time and you're coming back, what are you doing here? Don't look at me. Keep waiting for Lindsay's flower face. But thank you for listening to us (laughs) either way. Uh, And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.